0: in
1: a way yes 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 oh, that's
0: a great
1: angle so just started the recording but Hans and I, I was sharing with hans about the uh book i co-wrote with ronan about
0: what was his name
1: that was his nickname that was his, oh, okay. Ronan. i mean it's Ronan <laughs> called him james ronan you know but jim davis but i think he actually used ronan on the book cover because he didn't for some reason, he didn't want the publicity. But uh, anyway, there were some great ideas in that book. We were using like a lot of my concepts. he graduated from my boot camp and stuff, and, and I think it was like his insight that 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 a lot of drug addicts what they what they 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 just want so much more like connection and adventure and and stimulation from life than what the modern world is giving them and um
0: aliveness.
1: and aliveness yes and and you know when when people are trying to get off drugs or recover from addiction that they have to come back to this dull boring world get a job you know be responsible and there's no fucking. Adventure and honor in it. There's no fucking. It's not like
0: compelling. You, you know. Adventure, honor.
1: Yes. Yes. And before, and and so.
0: Before you continue, that is almost the opposite view. So hold your thought. That's almost the opposite view of what I'm thought or brought up with. Is that addiction is a way to sedate sedate things, pain. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's almost the opposite. Like you, you take drugs to, to. To, because of, you want more aliveness, more connection, more adventure?
1: Yes, yes. I think that's a great view. Yes. And for sure, like a lot of people sedate with drugs. But what are they sedating from? They're sedating from uh, a life that sucks, a life that uh, where they're not living some great story, a life mm. without much connection. Deal the confrontation that they're
0: not living the life they would like to live.
1: Yes, that, and that brings me back to the biggest thing I, want, I I was just thinking about that I wanted to record is when I left the Mormon religion and I left my mother who, she was really hurt by it and judged me for it and everything. Y- you wake up to, and you're living in this, the story that you're now living is, I was once this like child of God, Chosen for this great mission, I blah 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 this whole big story, and you—that's the story that you've lived in forever, that you've told, that people have told to you for all your entire life. It might as well be eternity because it's everything that you've ever known. And then you're waking up every day, and you're you're not on your mission, and you're not living that purpose, and you're you're disobeying, and you're whatever, and you are. Uh, and then you're dealing with the emotions of being that character in that story that failure that um, whatever and then you, you deal you deal every day with the shame that comes with that and that's that's the whole ronin thing right but then like you leave america the, the cult of american like kind of like i went to an extreme measure to kind of do that it's the same thing it's like who are you in this story of like before i was this i was this heroic entrepreneur yes. i was doing these daring charting these daring course with my business and about saving humanity and all this and i had this honor and pride and vision we- and venture we- women excitement you know all this and then i'm like i'm waking up like just in different places around the world living like a bum You know, the story that you're living in, it gives you the feeling about yourself that's the overriding, that colors everything that you do that day, covers every decision you make. And uh, this is the power of the honor work, is you transform that story in a moment by taking back the choice. Yes who i am in the face of this story right here and all the feelings it gives me Uh i am the one who and it's like that moment in the story when you become the hero of your life and then honor is present and then you can actually see a future of choosing heroically choosing 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 heroically and you feel called to it there's honor and vision in your in your path in the future and then like you have it you know And so, in many ways, I feel like, like vision and honor, it is like it is like a drug, yes. you know. There, I, I think I've told you, there was this one woman, <laughs> it, back in the early days of my, my boot camps and stuff, and I went to visit, there was like a small group kind of growing up in southern Oregon or southern Washington of people who, who were doing my work, and we would get together in the mornings to do the, the, you know, the honor and the vision work. And she would literally, it was too much for her to contain. she bobbling, head bobbling, bouncing up and down. She couldn't take it. I me. can totally see that, <laughs> totally.
0: And you need your fix. You need, yes. Like, when I'm like, I'm like, I need my fix. That's what the call should be. They're your weekly fix. Yes. You know? I wrote this, addiction, like bringing it back to the first idea and what you're saying right now. <clears throat> addiction to drugs, certain drugs, is a way to deal with not Is a way to deal with the fact that you're facing that you're not living up to your aliveness you are not answering the call so there's a call you have a calling you have to adventure to greatness to heroic and you're not living up to that for whatever reason society or you know and you're faced with that and you 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 escape it in drugs yes and so and and in that in that drugs you, you you come to terms with that shame or whatever you know, but it also expands and you you live that aliveness in there. You
1: know? Well, I don't. No, you don't come to terms with the shame, but you uh, you escape Avoid, it. Escape it. But you also there's something there's another piece, and that is a natural biological expectation for living in an alive space. Right living in nature living in connection with other human beings yes. like 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 just the natural world that is that for most of us we live so far away from right. inside of our square plastic cubicles and our air conditioned uh, sound padded walls at home and the artificial person talking to us from right. the light screen of our computer or our television mm-hmm. everything's fake right. and so there's this, in like and even like our neurology our skin or whatever like it, it's it's like uh, uh, it's starving for like
0: right. sh-
1: that the, what it, it, it we were not designed to thrive in these fake environments we're designed to be in nature right. and so the hunger isn't just one of like our soul longing for adventure to answer the call to be a hero and have honor and like all this and be the man for our people it's also just plain old aliveness you know and that this this is interesting to me because i'm having insight about my about how this can really connect with my book that that man before i really i the honor and the vision and the purpose and like all that i had that man i had that but what i didn't have was like real just like animalistic connection with other people Mm -hmm. You know, like when you see monkeys, and they're just—you like, know—there's no like. It's almost like I was. I, I. You ever seen a dog, that, you can tell it's been beaten in the past, and it, and it just it keeps its tail down, it's hiding away, and it it won't, it just be full of life. Okay, that that wasn't me, but there was a way to which, I had. In growing up in the Mormon religion, but then going to public school every day and living in this the 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 with the bad people, right? That I had like really closed up, you know. I'd never like come out and expressed myself. I never just on that level connected with people. And and my only access to really connecting with people was like super deep and serious with the honor right. work and everything else that was my all. And, ben, and when it connected man it was deep and it
0: was right right, right but you were missing the more animalistic part
1: yeah life. just like Cause you, you know
0: stopped, you stopped wagging your tail like a dog would do yeah that's yeah. how you look at it if a dog doesn't wag its tail it's like it's scared like,
1: yes
0: Stop wagging and and
1: and like there was so many ways in which i was living a really daring and courageous life and that gave me aliveness but not just like wagging my tail, and, you know, like like my tail was up, and my head was held high, but I was having no fun. You, know what you what I mean?
0: wouldn't be like the monkey just scratching his balls. not giving the, a white baboon, the, white right? the white
1: baboon, right? The white baboon. Yeah, that's it, man. And uh, man, and so let me, let me just tie this back into what you said in the very beginning when I was just turning on the, this recording was that we're all addicted. Yes. We're all addicted because we're all hungry for... And, and, and let's, let's like the one piece is just raw, real connection, being in the present moment, connect with nature, all this. There's a huge movement towards this in, in, in even American culture right now, you know, just, just unplug, get out in nature, connect, you know, natural foods, you know, all this sort of thing. Um. But yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, for me, like, the honor and the vision was so one-sided. It was so, like, unbalanced, imbalanced.
0: Right. But the power of it, what I hear from this conversation, so I hear it was imbalanced because you had the aliveness through the honor and the vision, and that's the way you connect also. And I see in the aliveness is connection, is adventure, is, uh, you know, so in that, it, through that, you could connect. But what you were missing was a natural way—just wagging your tail, scratching your balls, being the white baboon—the natural way of connecting with, with people with the world. You
1: know, and, <laughs> you know. Here's here's another insight about it, is, is that in a way, like, what what the, well, I was living in this hugely heroic story, context that I was making up, for myself, and that's the power of the work, right? Is, is that it does that. But the world I, I was not exploring, inhabiting, and in the part of myself I couldn't go was into the realm of shame. And shame was about my past. Shame was like who I was in high school. Shame, like, like and I had the power to like just blast the fuck out of the shame, right? But... Going into the shame was my access to coming alive. You know, it, 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 when I was in France and I was trying so hard to speak French and connect with people and that, uh uh, I couldn't do it. And I went to Brazil and it was the same thing. But then when like I let go of the story and the seriousness and whatever, I just fucking, and I'm just gonna like say whatever and just, as soon as I gave up the whole fucking story about myself, that's when I came alive. Right. Because the story itself and needing to see myself in a certain light as is, is, is this great whatever, that was my barrier to just this raw, real connection that I was so hungry for. And so, and so I, and so like for integration, because this is a big part of what 2020 is about for me also is, is integration. What I don't want to do is go back to, like as I come back to my work, I don't want to create this narrative that i'm some great blah 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 right. leader or whatever and i mm-hmm. give you i give you shit about this all the time when i see you too much too serious about your ego and whatever i i i, I disagree it, it but it's also an invitation for you to just like let's connect man like get away from like right. some whatever you know but uh that's man that has given me such freedom because my response used to be like, oh, if I'm going to enter a, a dangerous social situation, meaning I could be laughed at, it could be shamed, it could be looked down upon, was to get serious and take this kind of higher than, right. deeper, serious leader, kind of facilitator, kind of right. uh, persona, which in its own way was great, but, but... In some ways it was, and, and O pointed to this, in some ways it was also a, a, a coping mechanism right. for this part of me that felt not enough um, shame for who I was in the past.
0: Right. So let me bring it all together. People are listening. I'm, I'm thinking of that. it's a lot no i got it so if you look like if you look at the let's say we're 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 living lives of addiction okay and we're living lives or people listening you live a life that's bogged down from the natural aliveness that you have and want and is calling you and your addiction is is to to cope or escape from the. Facing of you're not aligned with your aliveness, you're not living it, okay? And so it's hard to get away from that. What I see in your work is a great tool to uh, to get back to it. From the moment you decided, you can get back to that aliveness, to being aligned with who who you're called to be, aliveness, adventure, a connection, just by the work of honor and vision. At a moment you say stop, and you take a stand. Yes. And from that moment, you're aligned again. Yes. And so, it, that, the honor and the vision work is like a big drug, it's a big drug. Yes. You know, and you don't need anything else that, that you're addicted to right now. Yes. And you could keep using it, it's a great way, it's a great thing to be addicted to. What's great, now tying in your story into it, is that that honor is now something, not as 10 years ago, 15 years ago, which is just just the honor. Yes. It's an honor that comes with that's that's that has that's integrated with the darker side. That's integrated yes. with the with the with the, with, the, with, the, uh, uh, with uh, desire. It's it's uh, it's it's one that's integrated with the shame that you went through. Yes. You know. And so it's not all this just serious kind of thing. Yes. It's, it's just it's it has that dark side incorporated, and that's why it's so powerful. And
1: you know? and. You know, for me, growing up, there was the bubble of light, which was my Mormon faith, story, community, everything, connection to God, and then there was the outside world that was dark, Mm. right? And when I left that, I was in the darkness, but I found the light, and the light was honor. The light was honor. Like, this was like, and it was a revelation that this was not a Mormon thing. This was not, this was a rev of fucking lation, right. man. It was like, what if I just fucking grab onto that this? That before what you thought it was it.
0: God, you saw now is honor. Yes.
1: Is that correct? Yes. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you apply the Star Wars metaphor of the force. Right. You know, it's not a Mormon thing. It's just, there's this force of honor. you know. Right. And, uh, but, but, uh, the, the, like, Just like you can become your identity as Mormon and you're whatever, like the danger is that you'll adopt this position that makes you somehow disconnected because because your identity, when I'm when I'm talking about position, I'm talking about your positionary identity, which just means like this is right, this is wrong, this is who I am, this is who I'm not all these kind of conclusions the world becomes very static and we tend to position ourselves on top right we try to because it's so uncomfortable not, you know, being at the bottom being at the bottom socially of the hierarchy, whatever being without a story being without a people being without a whatever and uh, so we invent these these stories and identities that that make us better than Mm. and it disconnects us Yes, from other people, from our real feelings, because and and also from from being from being anti-fragile, a a positionary identity or ego is -hmm. another way of thinking about it, and and is very fragile. Right. And. um, And
0: not very powerful.
1: and, And there are many people who limit their their adventure of life to only where they can maintain that ego. Right. Let me not go hang out with the this group of men who are so much better than me that I'll just feel like mm-hmm. the lowest guy on the totem pole. And let me hang around people who only see me as better right. than or whatever. And yeah, like, I can
0: surely see that for myself, you know?
1: Yeah, let me let me only play the games I can win. Yes. Let me stay away from the games where I look like a complete idiot. Exactly, yeah. Right? And, uh, but what i found is that again this is what i found myself doing right in, in a lot of ways and w- and what i found is that man when i fucking destroyed that positionary identity that whole all of that and i was just out in the world being an idiot you, 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 okay imagine you show up in brazil and Okay, there's a certain kind of status you can have just being they see you as a foreigner. They, they, they can hear your American English and whatever. But, like, to put yourself in a social situation, like you go out to a club with a lot of young people who are trying to be cool and whatever, and you show up and and like like I I had no money at this point in time. I'm not dressed well. They're dressed, you know, to the nines. They're whatever, and you enter a group. Social group of people with you know, and they're clearly like the the, the top of their social class in that arena, and uh, they're all they can all be laughing at you. They're speaking a language and laughing, and you don't know what they're saying because you don't understand the language. And to just like be in that situation and not have no identity to fall back on, and not rely on that. And then, and just like survive. And I've I, man, I found such enjoyment, and, and freshness, and like and, and like relief. Like I don't have to try to maintain this serious story about myself. Ah, as I'm as I'm saying this, I'm 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 not even in so much, in that someone might listen to this. I'm I'm, I'm trying to explore this dynamic because I, because I think it can help I see it on people and because I want to put this into my work. Right. In my book, I mean, my book.
0: I see it on a very micro level with me too, you know, like apart from, as you talk about this, where I see my ego is limiting me, but I see also the times that, that I, that I, uh, that I deal with it in a great way. When I develop the idea of like, oh, I'm a Renaissance man, and I live that way. When I go cycling with my, say, Spanish club, you know, the fact that I'm a seducer is of, is, is, is no use. You know, I'm not there. I'm the cyclist there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
0: what, my status or whatever depends on how fast I go. Right. You know, and this right. has nothing to do with the other thing, or, or when I'm a musician, you know, and you 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 play with a band. Your identity of seducer or cyclist is of no use there, you know. And you complete. And I find great relief in that, you know, to shift from one yes. to another to another. Yes. Where I don't. Uh, yes. You know, I don't have to be but this that,
1: guy. Yeah, and that's it, that makes me think of like in each different culture I'm in, where I'm speaking a different language, I feel like an entire new part of me has come alive. Mm. It's, and I think that's part of my excitement about being back here in Brazil. Right. Is there's like. There's a different Michael who's Brazilian, you know? And it's like,
0: ah, yeah. I can even
1: hear it. So it gets to come alive again, you I
0: can even hear it. Imagine this. And the way you speak English when you're in which part of the world you're in. (laughs) You're like, because that's a different guy speaking the same language. (laughs) When you you speak English in Africa, (laughs) you speak a different one. (laughs) Right.
1: You know, and there's so many, like, guys back home who... Imagine they're not—they're not just feeling like they're resigned to this modern lifestyle. Uh-huh. They're also resigned to like one identity and yes. one way of seeing the world, one language, especially Americans.
0: Wow! One way of dating. Yeah, one way of uh, resigned to one way. Yes. And
1: this is like what's come alive. There's new worlds out here. Exactly. And for me, like Africa was like, holy shit, there's a whole other world. That That's what I felt like when I went to Africa. It's like, wait a second. And and there was like, and, and a new me was coming alive. Right. And, and more like, that's just a piece in itself. You know, that is such, that was such a revelation. Right. And when I see a lot of people traveling, like Americans traveling, and they go to, like, these American resorts in these other countries, and they take the American vacations and, like, all of this. They're not actually exploring that other world of that other culture and language and country, and and, and they're not... uh, A new part of them isn't coming alive. It's the same them, just like going to Disneyland or going to a new place in the States, and it's such a limit it's it's not it's not a critique on them it's just like man what they're missing that, right. that could be
0: well it's in a way it's in a way it's it's what tourism does in compared to travel right, right. And, and travel is an invitation into becoming a new you yes I, I love what you just said is that this seems to bring it together that it's in they're resigned to a certain way of living I forgot I, where I was going to start. Resigned to a certain way of living, they're resigned to one per to be in one person. They're resigned to be in one, you know. But they can feel it's something else. And what we're inviting them into is to explore a different you, explore and, and see the aliveness that comes from that. Oh, this is what it was when I traveled. This ties in with you when I traveled. So I, before I went to Africa, I traveled quite a bit already, and I had parts of me coming alive, you know, just because of the travel. But when I went to Africa, it was that animalistic part of me that totally, like, I've seen different ways, you know, like, like this, the spectrum was in front of me, you know? Yes. And it was like, when I went to Africa, so you look in front of you and you see the whole world, South Africa, uh, South America, Asia, Europe, America. And then I went to Africa and I'm like, holy fuck, I look behind me and there's like 50% more, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like, what the? Fuck. Yeah. This
0: animalistic side. Of yes. Like, wow. Yes. You know, and that's after traveling so much already. Yes. And I still and What the fuck? Yes. So I think that's a great way of what we're inviting guys into is to invite them into discovering a different part of them that they yes. know it's there. Yes. You don't have to become someone else. It's a part of you. Discover your aliveness. Discover, you know, all the other stories you can tell us. It, Discover who you can be.
1: Yeah. And, you know, O was often... He often talked about like undoing and not doing Mm. and like, like the part of me that I was never going to discover by trying to be in control of my life, it was, for me, it was, everything was in control. The future I was creating, I was all of the, everything was with, with intention and logic and control and creation. But there was no space for just being undone and magic right. and yeah. not knowing and not doing and and that was that was also the invitation of, of Africa. Africa was like I went from like going into my office and I have all my you know I have my methodologies and my my, my formulas and my my rituals and my programs and you know everything is like a control panel right. like all this kind of thing right and africa is just it sh- and especially you know part of the gift was being with robin who co-led this event with me because she was not on top of this event at all it was in many ways it was a clusterfuck that whole first trip to africa was a clusterfuck nothing was well planned or designed we were constantly getting in trouble and you know things weren't going how they were supposed to we show up at this school where like i'd been brought to do this week-long program it turns out they didn't really have much of an idea what we were doing there and they hadn't told the kids about us and they're like well okay yeah i guess you can invite the kids to come to an after-school thing and like I, I, I guess you guys can use the whatever space or whatever. We we're making it up so so I'd left my serious life behind, my business, all this stuff, even risking its survival because it was I didn't have I really didn't have the the financial situation to just disappear for a month in Africa and, and the expensive flight and all this kind of stuff.
0: Bonjour.
1: And here I am and like the thing's not even planned and the kids aren't even preparing to go and uh the, the whole trip was like that, so it was kind of an invitation into like, this is so ridiculous. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? And but that's what was so enlivening about it as well. It was just like embracing the ridiculousness. It was in some ways it was a return to childhood, like, like like. This situation is not controllable. Other people are you know like, and in a way, Robin was uh, in and the lead of the event. So I kind of left that to her in some ways. And it was just like I You can a... only
0: imagine your struggle. <laughs> <laughs> the the what, I'm, what I'm seeing is this, like there's so many ways when you're a child of discovering and exploring so many parts of you, it's not defined, it's all open, you know? And the Western way is, like, is, is a limitation of all that in like one way. There's one certain way you go about. You go to school. You go into debt, whatever. You go. You marry. You have a job. There's like one way, you know, pro- productivity, all of that, and with the invitation that there is, and it's it's in traveling, it's in discovering a, a different area, is to go back to the to the to the, the space of possibility, to unlearn in that way. Yes. You unlearn that the Western way is the way. Yes. And, and you just see well, it, different as,
1: ways. As I see it, it's culture. It, cause, because every culture is, it is a program, it is a system. And it, right. it says, this is right, this is wrong. You can do this, but you can't do this. You can think this, but you can't think that. It's like a cult. Like, I, I really map it on to my religion. Uh-huh. Because it's, it's, it's designed to channel your behavior, your right. thoughts, everything, so everything works. You know, so society works, everything. Right. And and the thing that's kind of nefarious about the, let's say, the American culture is so much has been designed for you to be a cog in the machine. Everything's materialistic. Everything's about paying off the debt and everything else. And if you're not careful, if you don't wake up to it, if you don't really pay attention and take control of your life, that's the life you're going to be living yes. is the one that feeds the system. And what are you, and, and you... Trying to find some measure of happiness right. as a slave as essentially a slave yes. and there were plenty of slaves who You know like Most slaves they don't up and rebel they don't up and start a revolution or whatever because there's some measure of It's okay enough. Right. It's not bad enough to really It's not the frying pan not so hot that I got to get the fuck out and risk life and limb
0: cold enough, like I say, about frogs, it's, it's just, something is not right, but we, we become so okay with tolerating our plight. Yes. So, you know, it's like a blanket. Yes. It's just warm enough, but not really. And yes. She, but it's too warm to cast it off and say, Right. You ever had, like I had it in a night, you're like, you're too cold, you're too, you're, you're a bit too cold, you know, but you're t- too warm to to do something about it. Yes. <laughs> and you like, and you're in this limbo. You no,
1: know, I think that this is, you know, as like we all try to figure out, like, what's my gift that I have to bring? You know, what what can I offer humanity? I think one thing that, at the time, it certainly didn't seem like a gift, but that when my parents got divorced, and they told me they were getting divorced, it was like the rug was like, Dad's not coming home. You know, I'm 14. It was literally like the floor had been pulled out beneath me, and I was in free fall, and like the world is collapsing in on itself what's true whatever it's like it was a great thing in, in this way because this whole construct of this right. mormon world that i was living in just shattered and, and then it's like but i can i can imagine if that hadn't happened how would i ever exactly have broken free from it myself how would i ever have done that you, you would and uh but This is what any man can do who finds himself, he's got addictions because the world he's constructed in partnership with authorities and and culture and everything else has left him less than fully alive.
0: Right.
1: You know, and our invitation is you can shatter that world, explore new ones, create new ones, Become someone new, develop a whole new part of yourself that might not be related whatsoever to this other identity that you might have. Like, um, yeah, and and if
0: if you don't answer the invitation, you know, maybe coronavirus will force it from you. That will be your parents divorcing, and the whole rug is pulled underneath you. Yeah, Western way and maybe that's part
1: maybe that's partly why i i live for crises Mm -hmm. like 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 i thrive in like when the chaos is there is because like that's given me life Mm -hmm. you know that my relationship to it is like it's given me life there's opportunity everyone's in breakdown mode everyone's questioning anything's possible now you know and so because most of the time when 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 People are generally happy, content, successful. No one's questioning shit. All you're thinking is how to keep perpetuating the current system because it's giving me this level of comfort. Right. Right? No one really wants to entertain the big questions. No one really wants to go on an adventure because it could disrupt every fucking thing. It's great.
0: Now, more than ever, it's time to do that. It's great.
1: listen to the birds and so Africa that first trip to Africa was the crack it was the crack in my American heroic world it's like this isn't the only world out there this isn't the only life that's possible for me to be living. Yeah, and when I went back the second time, that crack got massive, <laughs> and that part of me grew. And then when I, went, when I went back to that, when I went back to America, my old life, it was like the sky was cracked open, the earth was cracked open. It wasn't the, it wasn't just this perfect. You, oh. you, you, you know these these dome these dome like the little snow world these snow these glass what's the movie
0: with crystal
1: Jim crystal balls that where you turn it upside down and everything and then it's snowing and everything it wasn't like this perfect dome er, anymore it was cracked in the bottom cracked in the top I was cracking open this the African part of me was starting to shut it through you know and but but when I was going back like I was starting to close up like, the African me was starting to, like, become enveloped again by this American identity. And and that, that African world was, like, the cracks were closing. I was like, no, <laughs> no. I need to hang on to it.
0: <coughs> What's the movie with Jim Carrey? Where he's raised, he's, like, he doesn't know it, but he's the center of this reality show.
1: Uh, I didn't see that one. I
0: it's exactly that. Mm. You know? And then... He starts all of a sudden to see cracks, like things are not functioning. Uh, I think he even like sees the decor in a way. Like, yes. The, and, and it is a dome where yes. he's living in. Interesting. And he's like, the fuck, you know? And then he wants out.
1: Interesting. Yes. So for me now... Honor is like this super powerful tool, life giving and life saving,
0: life regiving
1: tool that can help so many people. But I am no longer just living in a world where I'm like this heroic kind of Luke Skywalker figure who's so serious even if you haven't seen this I can't believe you haven't seen Star Wars but even in Star Wars the Luke's character was like so he's like so kind of pure innocent hero serious that's totally that part of my persona and then there's Han Solo who's just like this this rogue dude he's on he's it's all about the adventure he doesn't give a fuck and he actually resists the call to be a hero in the end he's he reluctantly comes back fuck all right I'll come help you guys save the fucking universe from the the dark forces. But it's not like, you know, and he's the one who's, he's, he's being a complete kind of ass with the female character. and Whereas, whereas Luke has no, she doesn't trigger attraction in him at all. Cause he's just like this, nice guy. this nice guy. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's so not, fucking funny, but that, that very, you know. It's
0: not unfitting, Michael. It's not unfitting that that guy's name was Hans Solo. <laughs> Maybe there's a lesson there.
1: Uh, uh, hey, and Luke Skywalker. Holy fuck! <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, that's hilarious. But I, I definitely. Oh, shit. <laughs> I definitely, you know, if, it, even in my psyche, that was a duality back when I was in my in my youth, you know. I was much more drawn to, like, the, the Han Solo character. Uh-huh. and uh, But I felt much more like the... Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Luke Skywalker being very much the good Mormon boy, <laughs> you know. I want
0: to watch Star Wars. <laughs> I saw one, though. I saw one Star Wars movie when they're in the snow.
1: I watched the first one. Watch the first one.
0: Uh-huh. You have to watch the first. Remember one. the one with the snow?
1: That's maybe the third one or something. A really nice. Yeah.
0: I really like that one.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's all I've seen. Yeah, you need to watch And the then I time. saw the recent ones, like well, recent twenty years ago or something like that. I saw those. Mm. <sighs> Man, I'm gonna summarize it one more time. Just I have th- to keep track.
1: Okay, I want to summarize this just for myself with my book because I'm trying to figure out like, the final edit to my book. I think I have to tie it back in with my Mormon story and that world being cracked open when I was 14 and that that's what happened in, in Kenya is the, is the world was, it was it was like crack and then another crack and then another crack and finally like... And, 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 and when I come back to America, those cracks start to come back together. Everything starts to, you after know. after
0: three cracks, you can't repair
1: it. After, after enough cracks, it's just yeah. like. And then finally, it was like, I saw it coming back together. And I was like, fuck that. I'm getting the fuck out of this egg. <laughs> you know, and it's right. like. You start
0: pulling in
1: crack. Right. I'm leaving for good.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: Go back and listen to this audio so I can make this this final edit to my book. You were gonna summarize things. Recording? Yes.
0: Okay, let's summarize it. Because there's the there's the your side and the story side, which is very important, you know. And this is why we have this conversation also. But I'm constantly thinking to people listening, you know, and I want to. I want this to be part of it. So that's why I'm summarizing it also in this sense. Is that what I loved starting this conversation is that the many ways we're addicted, and that talking with your friend Ronan, who wrote that book, that, um, well, not only him, but that addiction is, in a way, a way to deal with facing the fact that you're not aligned with your own aliveness anymore. It's, that, a, it's a craving
1: for aliveness. Yes. Yes,
0: it's it's a craving to answer your call for aliveness, and you haven't done it, and therefore you like deal with that.
1: It well, it's a craving just for aliveness and connection, all that period, yes. right? But then it's also it, to the extent that you're not doing what your aliveness requires, and you're living in that shame, then you want to escape exactly. to a addic- deck to addiction. You want to sedate yes. and numb. To escape the the pain of living in a story where you are not pursuing your likeness. so it, it's a double it's a double whammy. Okay, yeah, it's but both of those. But,
0: but okay. But the interesting part is that sedu- society talks about sedating, you know, and that's and I and I can see that's what I think of seduction uh, of seduction <laughs> of addiction. <laughs> but what's great about it is now that you say no, no, no. At the core of that is a yearning a yearning for aliveness for yes. adventure for yes. you're doing your calling for for uh, romance for for all of that yes and so it's there
1: and you even the it. even the sedating is a yearning to be not living in shame exactly and to get some sense of right. honor again like 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 drugs can give you something that approximates ex- honor ex- this exactly feel good inside and so, and so it's both for aliveness and for honor but what if?
0: yeah exactly what if we pursue it, those it, directly exactly. What if we pursue those in, consciously? In, instead of going to the sedation part, you answer that yearning by answering it you know and how do you do it especially how do you get back to that especially for guys for years and decades who have been sedating? Yes because because you might say it's easy for us, you know you keep answering answering that call of aliveness, you know we've been doing and practicing it but imagine you've been sedating yourself un- unknowingly you know by society given in the western way you know uh, your addictions of TV and food and, and doing that work and paying off your debt you know inst- how do you get back from that and that's where the wor- your work comes in yes. that's where the, the work of honor can come because with one simple stand you can completely shift the way you've been living you can, complete- you can say stop and this is where we're going and it doesn't need much. It needs a stand, and it needs the exploration of something else. Yes. One, one stand, one trip, it could change everything. Yes. If, you, if you take one step, and you like with, with a group of guys who do this, you take one stand for something, you know, and you take one trip, you come and see us here in Brazil, or you come and meet us in Africa, or you wherever, you know, and you see, what the fuck, there's a different way out here?
1: Well, not just taking a trip, but doing it in a way that will actually open up those other worlds and those other parts of yourself. Right. Because it's very easy to go take a kind of American vacation.
0: That's what I'm saying. We thing. are there. Yes. You know, so I'm trying to see what's the minimal step that guys can take. Take a stand with us, take a trip with us. Mm, you know.
1: I like that. And we'll do it. And this is a call not just to aliveness and adventure, but in, in connection and everything that's there. But it's also the possibility for gaining real wisdom because the more that you, because, because life is not just one perspective and you are not just kind of one identity. You, you are not these fixed things. The world is not this fixed thing. Wisdom is, is imagine you have countless perspectives available to you. Imagine you have experienced countless Embodiments of different ways of being and, and life, that opens up to real perspective, real wisdom. So this is also an invitation to wisdom. It's also an invitation to strength and becoming anti-fragile. Right. I mean, imagine that your whole your whole American world is falling apart. Well, what if you have a Brazilian world, right. a Brazilian identity, and an African world, an African identity? Like those worlds don't instantly fall apart just because your American identity and lifestyle and, what, and perspective is falling apart. Right? So it's also a way to be uh, resilient, right. anti fragile, and to grow stronger.
0: Or to make also more informed choices. Imagine a wine connoisseur, you know, and he chooses the best wine between two, or he chooses the best wine between 20, you know? Yes which is more deliberate which is more informed
1: well you could also you could you could put that in the category of wisdom right like you've yes. been you've had much broader experience and so you can make more sound choices right
0: one stand and one trip man we'll take care of the rest
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really Bon dia. Bon dia. I'm really curious how to shape the book as I think this this audio, this conversation holds the keys to me developing the, the the protocols to do my final edit.
0: Great. I think this conversation holds the keys also to our invitation to guys into the into the secret kingdom. Through honor and 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 answering the call of adventure, but yes. first through honor. Yes. And I can see how how it will help guys. We will help them see how they've been enslaved by one way. Yes. And we'll give them the tools to break free from it. And we'll do it. We'll do the we'll do the main work for you. All you yes. need to decide is to take a stand. All you need to decide is to take a trip.
1: And honor is very much the 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 feeling of real courage it's the it's the power behind i don't want to say it's it's the only kind of power behind courage but but it brings that clarity that inner peace that that will yes to move forward
0: the only the only trouble is that it is a bit like an addiction also you want your fix but it's it's the best addiction you can have
1: yeah, you know? and and it's an addiction that because with honor you can face yourself, you can face right. other people, you can face reality. It, honor is is you know we're thinking if if you're feeling shame about yourself, which when I say this, most guys might think, well, I'm not feeling that. Well, most guys aren't feeling that because they've developed a fixed identity and worldview that has them not feel shame. So instead of powerful honor what they have is a fixed ego positionary identity that allows them to feel safe and comfortable from not instead of feeling shame. But that's a very fragile way and fixed way and limiting way of going into the world.
0: I don't only say I don't I don't only say it's fragile, I say it's killing you. It's really is killing you in the Mm -hmm. long term. Yeah. Like
1: it it numbs you. It uh (laughs) I was gonna say
0: like like frogs in gradually... like frogs in freezing water with every dropping degree, they grow a little bit more numb and if you don't realize it in time, you don't break free, you'll end up dead. Your soul will be dead.
1: Yes. Yes. Cut you know this sound? Yeah, you know how many Hours and hours and hours. I've held one of those machines, <laughs> and the vibration and the and the mastery. Like for me, it's not like a lot of people. They hate going out and fixing their yard or something. But for me, it was like you, you, I'm holding the most powerful ones made by man. Like 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 you, you know how you feel when you're in flow. You're doing something. You're the most masterful at. And you're just, that's that for me, so. it's a good, uh, <laughs> it's also sound. Vibration, man.